listening to the Fish on Ted podcast with your host, Ted Johnson. Well, hey, we have a really special guest today, and actually it's a number of special guests, so this should be a really fun interview. We have Brandon and Mike of Silver Scales Tackle and their wives on the line with us. So there's going to be five of us talking about what they are doing in regards to the design and development of tackle for many different species of fish. So without further ado, Brandon and Mike, are you there? Yes, sir. How are you doing? Absolutely. Thanks for having us, Ted. Hey, thanks for joining us. Um, I understand uh, your wives are on the line also. It's, it's Amanda and Trinka, right? Yep. Hi, Ted. Hi, ladies. How are you? Good. How are you? Hey, Amanda. I'm doing well. Happy, Merry Christmas to everybody. So, uh, hey, uh, uh, Brandon and Mike, got a quick question for you. Uh, as we get this thing started today, um, just a, the clarification, you, you've got Silver Scales, which is the name of the company, started how many months ago now? Something like that? <laughs> a little over three months, about three and a half months ago. Holy smokes. And you guys are just exploding right now, aren't you? Uh, it, it's it's been it's been taken off like wildfire. Yes, wow, in a that's good way. Great. That that is that is awesome. Yeah, you guys have. I mean, you guys have got your plates full with uh, the jobs that you work, and uh, you know the kids and the family and everything else. And and now you've got a tackle business that uh, is sort of taken off. It it uh, it seems like it is grown more than you ever expected. Yeah, it has, which has also led to a lot of streamlining. In the beginning, it was pretty rough, um, just doing it a certain way and then fine-tuning that to speed things up made it a lot easier, just with different equipment yeah. and, and that we've all thrown back and forth. Very good. So what, without, without divulging you know, your secret sauce, how do you guys come up with a new kokanee attractant or a lure um, you know, from scratch. I mean, is it just something that you're uh, sitting in the boat going, well, I wonder if green works or what, what goes into that process? Yeah, my, Mike, I would, I'll speak up on that just for the, my, Mike is a uh, very creative, um, especially when it comes to putting things from his mind onto, uh, onto uh, a lure or a dodger. Um, I mean, he works, in that particular field day in and day out. So it, you know, he's good at putting uh, designs down and, and coming up with a lot of the stuff that we've recently released. And we've got a lot of excellent feedback from customers, especially with the, uh, you know, some of these newer Dodger designs that we've came out with. Um, yeah. So a lot too is we have, uh, we have product testers that we send stuff to, um, to have them check it and make sure it's running and, and working and, um, before we go to the table and then we just, you know, we come up with ideas and then, you know, put them into fruition kind of, and it just goes from there. So. Uh-huh. It, you know, there's an old saying in the business that more lures are made to attract fishermen than attract fish, <laughs> but uh, it, it doesn't seem like you guys have gone down that road. I mean, it, 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 it sounds like with Mike's experience, um, that and and your experience both on the water and that sort of thing, that it becomes a very practical uh, product every time you guys release one. 
Yeah, I like to always say reinvent the invented. We're not inventing anything new. We're just changing it and making it look better, different, and it's working. Yeah. Oh, that that's awesome. So how long have you guys been fishing kokanee together? Uh, yeah, um, honestly, I was never really into the kokanee, and um, neither was Mike. And a few years ago, I uh, I got uh, kind of got a wild hair and saw the bite was red hot at one of the lakes. So we uh, we went out and we just started. It, it just became an instant like oh, uh, attraction, man. It was just like playing in the water. We were yeah, addiction is more of a better word. Yeah, it's like man, yeah. this is this is fun. Um, right. You're landing right away. Yeah. It was like you you drop your downrigger down and you're 30 seconds out there and bam, it's, there's a fish on it. And then it became like a, a challenge to, well, you know, to see how many we could catch and how fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's become a more of a family affair than anything because now we've got our kids into it and, um, and, you know, we, we've, we've doubled our, our downriggers to, <laughs> Yeah, four on each boat. Yeah, four on each boat now instead of just two. So right. But uh, yeah, so it's and we've been doing it for the last couple of years. Uh, you know, heavily we we do fish a lot of other species on a regular basis. Um, we're fortunate enough to live close to the Bay Area, so we do halibut fishing as well and um, striped bass. And uh, we live close to. We actually are surrounded by five lakes where we live. Um, really and we you know fortunate enough to fish pretty much year round uh-huh. um, and then with the california delta waterway only right down the road i mean that that fisheries you can fish that year round for striped bass sturgeon um black bass i mean it, you name it it's out there right now are you guys uh, producing tackle then uh for the other fisheries oh absolutely there's there's mm-hmm. there's not much that we don't produce um, or yeah. have also quick is right when we started this salmon season was kicking in and I said, we got to get parts in here and start making our own. And that's what launched everything with the salmon spinners and yeah, the fingers. The salmon, the salmon is real uh, prevalent to this area because we have multiple river systems. We have the American river, the Sacramento river, the McCullamy river, and they all tie into one another and come in, uh, you know, from the bay. Um, mm-hmm. or from the ocean rather so we have a real heavy salmon run starting in uh about the end of august uh, july through uh probably no- november it yeah it just it just ended it, it starts getting real heavy and trolling for the salmon in the river becomes real real popular in this particular area so yeah um you know the, the spinners uh are uh are a top favorite among the trollers and the and the shore guys alike. The shore guys use a a weighted spinner, so for casting, for casting yeah. So we we kind of got in on that market, and um, you know that was really the first product that we ever came out with was the spinners, uh, both for shore and for uh, trolling, and mm-hmm. from there kind of kind of evolved. Right, right. It, interesting so I, i'm just curious on a salmon spinner when you uh, when you make one is is the color more important than the action or is it a a blend that you're trying to get when you produce a a salmon spinner and then you made a really good point about weighting a spinner because of the, the guys on the bank needing to uh, cast out a little bit farther don't they 
Yeah, and there's also regulations out here, too, that the, the spinner has to be under an ounce in order to use a treble hook in certain areas. So, so or you have to go to a single, then there, there's barbless uh, issues depending on where you're fishing. So, yeah, but, but to answer your question, it's a little bit of both. Um, we have mm-hmm. found that a lot of the customers are um, very selective when it comes to colors. Chartreuse right. and uh, chrome are, are some of the uh, top sellers along with blue um we had one called blue steel and yellow jacket um that were just i mean that was something we could we i mean we couldn't make enough of them they were just going like wildfire so and that's why we also made a custom department to where these guys can contact us and have their own colors made up for them yeah we, we had oh, a lot of customers um yeah we did we do a lot of custom tackle as well um, uh-huh. A lot of that stuff can't be added to the website, but we get we get uh, contacted a lot by people. Hey, can you make this color combination and this pattern? And uh, you know, we've always been really good about honoring our customers' wishes. And um, we did a lot of custom salmon spinners this last season. Um, some guys wanted you know wild colors on the top blade, different color on the bottom blade, and right. um, you know, it, of course, you know we're gonna we're gonna make them happy. So and right away that yeah. one started the guy landed 26 pounder yeah it was like yeah a guy made a custom spinner and then it's on our website he uh he landed like a 27 pound fish or something like that wow no kidding so how much of the process do you guys do in the united states then um are, are you uh, are you casting your own blades and and other components or are you doing more assembly and painting what uh, what what do you guys do um, we actually buy a lot of our components from wholesalers here in the States. Um, uh-huh. in fact, I'd say actually all of our, all, mo- almost all of our components are, uh, purchased in the States. Uh, we try right. to keep the business local and, and here in America, um, you know, but, um, we do, we do buy a lot of the components and assemble them. However, when it comes to the blades, um, we do have our own application process to, to put, um, you know, waterproof adhesive onto the blade. There's a certain application process that we do. We don't just, right. you know, stick a sticker onto the blade. There's an actual process that goes into it. So, um, and there's a special kind of tape that you use to a, a reflective and prismatic tape that is an attractant, UV attractant. So all those things go into play. Um, mm-hmm. But that they all are made here. Yes, but they all, they we do right. hand make every single spinner that goes out the door. That is so cool. Uh, that is so cool. U- UV has become a real important um, aspect of developing tackle, has it not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that that and glow. Glow with the coconut is just taking off right now. Really? More no so than, oh, uh-huh. the glow is crazy. Yeah, the, you would you wouldn't believe of uh, the amount of sales that we've had over the and the feedback on these new glow products that we've released the glowy is glow like, yeah. <laughs> yeah that was his word we, we literally got a, a comment today from a customer saying it's the glowiest glow he's ever seen i have never uh, heard that before but <laughs> that sounds like a slogan <laughs> the glowiest glow i like that <laughs> now now i mean with 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 products that glow and that sort of thing um, you know, you got to activate them, right? You got to put them in the sunlight or we used to uh, take some of the glowing beads and we'd put it under a camera flash, you know, and, uh, and, and activate them that way. 
but I mean, are, are you using like like glowing paint or uh, 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 adhesives or stickers or something to uh, add that glowy glow to your, your product? Yeah, we have a waterproof tape that glows and we also uh, have online the uh, activated, UV activated, not UV. They are, they're, they're UV, UV light. lights. They're little flashlights that the customer can wave across and, and get that, that glow going. And it lasts uh -huh. 30 plus minutes underwater, which is a pretty good time because most guys are checking their gear often. And that's, right. that's a great time period to check and reactivate and keep on going. Yeah. And and you've seen that be, I mean, it, it catches more fish, right? When the, when the thing is glowing underneath there. Yeah, it definitely gets their attention. Yeah. And they come to yeah. Coke in particular are... Uh, I would say an inquisitive type of uh, fish and um, you know, for whatever reason, they, that whatever tickles their fancy, the, the glow just adds to that. It's like, Oh, we gotta go check that out. You know, uh -huh. an aggression, but don't even eat anything. Yeah. yeah they're, so they're plankton. Right. It, uh, you know, it, and, and not only that, but it kind of goes back to, um, you know, it's one of those things where it's something new and guys are anxious to try it. And, you know, anybody will do anything to increase their catch or catch ratio. So, right, right. Well, and and for people that um, you know, we have listeners all across the United States and the world anymore. And and kokanee is a type of landlocked salmon. And the you know one of the the big things is they're just delicious eating. Um, they get you know they don't get as big as a salmon, but um, I've seen kokanee what 15, 16 inches. Uh, maybe a little bit bigger in some places, um, but the but the thing is in the Pacific Northwest is that you know the the retainage numbers for kokanee are fairly high. I don't know what it is down in your part of the world. What is it, five or ten fish a day? Is that the limit on the lake? Now we have what's called exception lakes, uh, Lake Pardee, which is literally fifteen minutes from the house. Um, is a 10 fish per day per person limit whereas uh other areas like maloney's and um it's a five fish per day per limit mm -hmm. yeah yeah up, up in yeah up in oregon where i'm from there's a couple lakes in the mid willamette valley that that i think are just overrun with coconut they're wanting them out um or at least to regulate it a little bit bit more and i think we're going into i don't know the fourth or fifth year where you know, you can catch 25 of those things a day. I mean, it's crazy. Oh. It's crazy. They're That's not very big. Yeah, they're not very big. I mean, most of the, the, the kokanee I hear that are coming out of those lakes are, oh, you know, 12 inches at best, something like that. But you get 25 of those, and, and uh, that's a lot of fish. That's the best size for smoking I've found. I've caught some of the 18-plus kokanee out at Maloney's, and they're great, but those smaller kokanee smoke up in the smoke are really good. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have, uh, we actually have customers and, and um, some members of our pro staff that fish Flaming Gorge and also that fish up in uh, the Canada area. And they're, they're catching kokanee upwards of four pounds up there. In Flaming Gorge they are? Not, 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 well, Gorge, in Gorge, one of our customers said they catch them upwards of four pounds. And then uh, one of our customers up in Canada says they have certain lakes where they can get uh, even bigger than that. No kidding. 
Wow. So, uh, you know, out here, you know, we do get them in the smaller size, like you were mentioning, upwards of, you know, 12 inches. But now Maloney's, another lake that's close to home is uh, a lake, what, two seasons ago, we were catching um, them 2.2 pounds, um, which is a good kokanee. That's a great kokanee. That is, yeah. I'll be done. Have you guys been out to the Flaming Gorge? Uh, no, that's on our bucket list here soon. And we've, we've been, uh, we've been invited by several of, uh, our customers and pro staff members, uh, to come out and join them. So I think it's something, uh, we're going to have to explore here very soon. Yeah. 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 You bet. Are you, you've heard about the, uh, Mackinac or Lake Trout they catch in Flaming Gorge, have you not? Yeah. Oh yeah. They're deep. Boy, they're pigs, man. They're absolute pigs of fish, but uh, I know that they have a, a good population of kokanee in that lake, also, and uh, that'd be a lot of fun. That's out in the that's out in the middle of nowhere, but it'd be worth the trip. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. That, and I'd like to go up to Shalon as well and and try that as well. Uh huh. Right. Right. Yeah, Lake Shalon, and and then like you were saying, you've got the guy in BC that. Uh, uh, what is his name? Martin, something like that. Uh, yeah. great guy. Yeah. Martin, yeah. Martin, Martin Van Eden's one of our, uh, our, uh, pro staff and he's up in British Columbia and, uh, he's also runs the Kokanee Kings Facebook group. So that's got a very big following as well. I mean, I think there's eight over 8,000 members in that group. And uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's a big group. Uh, uh, that, that's how I got a hold of you guys. I don't know if you know that or not, but I was, on that group and I was asking some questions and Martin kind of chimed in and I said, you know, I'm going to kind of uh, rethink things in the coming year and do more kokanee fishing. And he said, um, he gave me some great tips. And then one of them was, you know, you got to get a hold of, of, uh, Brand, uh, of Brandon and Mike at Silver, Silver Scales because they have got the gear you need. And uh, he <laughs> sent me some, some pictures and, uh, he is one of your biggest advocates, man. He's a he's a great guy. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Martin. Yeah, thank you, Martin. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it it was a, it was a great conversation with him. I appreciated I appreciated that. So, what what's in the future for twenty twenty one? Are you guys going to be expanding out into any other types of tackle or terminal tackle that sort of thing? Uh, what can we expect uh, from you in the coming year? Yeah, I would say the first off, we'd probably get into the terminal tackle. We've been asked quite a bit by customers. Um, you know, shoot, we, we got more stuff now than we'd ever imagined when we first started this. We got an ice fishing line. We've got walleye tackle. We've got, um, I, what? Bass. Ba- yeah, we got bass. Um, I mean, it just keeps slowly evolving. We definitely, we just brought on a, uh, a bass pro staff member, um, you know, who's going to help us build that line up as well. Uh, Mike and I aren't uh, heavy into the bass fishing. Um, we do mm-hmm. striped bass fish a lot, which is, you know, uh, that's silver a scales. It's a, <laughs> yeah, hence the, hence the name, the silver scales. But um, we do bass fish or striped bass fish quite a bit. And, um, you know, we figured why not get into the black bass market as well. Um, and we want to expand that line a little bit more and carry some different swim baits and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, saltwater is an option too, just because we do live close to the Pacific and, uh, it is very, very popular among the kayak community 
um, and um, other anglers alike. So we would definitely like to get into that um, area of tackle. Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, now you mentioned also you have, you have walleye gear or, or uh, uh, lures and, and attractants that you put together, huh? Yes. We come up with some spinner rigs that we've done for walleye. Um, we're getting requests from guys to do walleye jigs. Um, especially mm -hmm. like with the glow, this glow thing, like I said, it's just taken off. So, um, you know, we, we've been asked to do a bunch of different things for different species. Uh, turbot is a turbot is another fish that we requested today by a customer. Hey, can you make me some glow jigs for uh, a tournament? Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's little things like that and burbot or bur bur burbot, burbot, or some, I don't know. Some burbot. fish I've never yeah, yeah, they call that the the freshwater lingcod. There you go. That's what it is yeah. in Utah. I'm yeah. like, well, we catch lingcod out here, but uh, you know that that's a saltwater fish. So crazy name, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, they got a lot of burbot uh, in in um, uh, Flaming Gorge. Also, they catch a ton of those things there. Uh, is my understanding. So that that might be a great place to go out and ex you know and and uh, experiment a little bit for you. Yeah. And, then, and like, you know, we, we always, our, our biggest thing is, is we, we want to be, we want to be wide ranged as far as what we offer. We want to have something, a little of something for everybody. So we may not know about every species out there just because, you know, we can't go and fish for walleye and pike, but that doesn't necessarily mean we can't carry the stuff that, you know, works. Um, right. Well, most of our is because of people asking for, stuff that they fish for absolutely like ice fishing i mean mm -hmm. and quite a bit yeah. and, and actually a lot of the ice fishing guys are using the kokanee tackle to fish under the ice oh right yeah jigging the blades and that sort of thing is that what they do correct yeah especially yeah. with the glow it just they're they're using we're getting we're selling a lot of stuff up in like the minnesota and and michigan area so uh -huh. um they're using they're using the Dodgers to, to put on like a jaw jacker and, and uh, basically jig that thing up and down and use the glow as an attractant. Right. Right. Well, very good. So are, um, are, are you guys uh, planning? I mean, I know your business is evolving, but are you, are you planning to stay more of an online retailer or are you uh, expanding out into brick and mortar and, and, uh, and and wholesaling your products to retailers and that sort of thing um well mike you could probably answer that go ahead oh thanks for throwing me on the spot there <laughs> <laughs> now, I, i'm kind of liking it on the small series small platform it gets more personal uh -huh. with our customers and the feedback one-on-one -on -one kind of deal i feel like too big they don't care mm -hmm. about you i just I'd like to keep it smaller to an extent. Yeah. I, I, I would have to say that the small, we're fortunate because we don't have the overhead of a brick and mortar store. Um, right. You know, we do get asked a lot. Um, do you have a, do you have a place I can come and shop um, and, mm -hmm. and to touch the product? Um, you know, unfortunately it's, it's, it's something we've, you know, talked about, but I don't know with our jobs and everything, if that's going to be feasible. Mm -hmm. And, and like Mike said, it's nice to be able to do, we do a lot of Facebook interaction with customers and 
it's nice for them to know us and put a face to the name of the brand. Um, you know, we're very customer based and we're, we're very involved with our customers. And, and, and not only that, it, by not having a brick and mortar location, we are able to keep our prices very competitive. That's true. That's true. It'll, it'll be actually a, a good thing when this COVID thing gets over and, and all of the big sportsman shows come back because you've got a lot of sportsman shows that are around your area that um, are not going to be having a show in 2021. But, uh, you know, like the ISE show in Sacramento, uh, Fred, I guess Fred Hall down in Long Beach is going to have his show, but they supposedly, but they pushed that back out to, is, is it April? Have you heard? Um, we, we actually got contacted by ISE um, to set up a booth in January, I believe, in Cal Expo. I have not heard, and I told the, the gentleman who contacted us, you know, I think we're going to wait this year just because we don't really know what's going to go on with COVID. And, you know, right. it's, uh, I, I would much rather be on a per, more personable level at one of these shows than having the whole mask and, and just it's until things kind of simmer down a little bit, I think we'll probably hold off this year and explore the ISE show. That's a great show to get into. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, we'd be very honored to even be a part of that. And I'm I'm thankful that they even reached out, but um, I'm hoping we can get into that come 2022. Yeah. Yeah. My my understanding is that uh, they have decided to postpone most of those ISE shows because they're a series, you know, uh, across the the the, uh, the the west, and they've got uh, shows in what Denver and Phoenix and and uh, SAC and uh, um, you know a, a number of other places. But it, it's just smart. I mean, it uh, you don't have a whole lot of people probably that will get excited to go and hang out with forty thousand of their their best friends <laughs> in the thing right now, you know. And yeah, uh, uh, but but it would make smart to, to you know to build up this year with what you're doing and then in uh, 2022 hit it hard and uh, my guess is is that you would be very very well received with what you have and and uh, with you know with all of the different fisheries that you address I mean holy smokes uh, you guys are really on to something yeah I mean it's it's we've been we've been fortunate and we've been blessed and uh, you know it's been a it's been a fun ride so far definitely I mean we, we never thought when we started this that it was going to be like it is. And, you know, we, we both short time. Period. Exactly. Well, Mike works full time. I work full time. My hours are extremely crazy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so again, it's kind of one of those things where we're not at a point yet where we can leave our jobs and I'm in a position where I can't leave my job. So, um, right. you know, and we're thankful for the wives to help us pick up the slack when we're not able to do that. So when they're on breaks like now, <laughs> <laughs> that would be my wife on break. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, Ed, uh, we we focused today a little bit on kokanee and that sort of thing. And and if somebody is listening and they're going, you know, I gotta go try that kokanee thing. Uh, what what are your best sellers right now? Oh, oh man! Um, so there's a 16 foot wall of pegboard up there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so we we just launched this new product. Um, 
there for 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 a long time in the kokanee market it's been sought after to uh to do a a metal bent uh willow leaf blade uh and there's so many variations of them out there the problem was there's a lot of people complaining that the metal blade on the line um would chafe the line with a bigger fish mm-hmm. so mike being the uh the, the smart guy that he is was was able to develop a plastic version of this, um, similar to an Apex, but a different design, a lot thinner. Um, it's a re- it's a resist or a, a abrasion resistant plastic, um, and we're able to create the same shape and design of the blade, um, and it's very effective. And we cut co- we we actually let our customers name it. We did a contest and uh, came up with the name of cocoa leaf for kokanee and it, because it's a willow leaf it's a cocoa leaf oh um, cool okay. we have so many variations of this different colors we got pinks and blues and oranges Whoa. and uh, we came up with this glow version and this thing is it's i mean it's more popular than covid <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd use oh. that, but yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I, you know, when I was talking to Martin uh, or chatting with him online, he suggested that I, you know, I go to your site and, and I ended up picking up uh, uh, a couple of those glowing cocoa leaves. I mean, I'm, I'm excited to, uh, you know, uh, to get that in the water. I mean, it, uh, it, it looks like it uh, is going to be real fishy. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you for that. Yes, thank you. Very appreciate that. And then, uh, yeah, with, and then I'll, just to piggyback off of the cocoa leaf, Mike came up with this crazy dodger called the, called the dragon glow dodger. He, we're sitting down in the shop one night and he says, Hey, what do you think of this design? I go, that's pretty cool. And we threw it up on the, uh, on the Facebook and everyone's like, I need that. I'm like, really? okay. So we threw it up on the website and within, a couple of days we were sold out. So it was like we had a overnight an entire supply of, of budgers to us so we can make more. Okay, that guy costly, but it was <laughs> worth it. They liked them. We're gonna yeah produce. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm looking at it right now on the website. I mean it looks like dragon scales, doesn't it? I mean that's the way this thing looks. Yeah. It does. Yeah, it looks like a dragon scale and and then uh, we we have the glow version. We have an all glow, and we got the pink. And uh, and then just yesterday we released the Wild Safari series, which is a a glow series um, that it looks like a glow zebra uh, print. And we also have a matching glow cocoa leaf to go with it. That's also a a, a zebra print pattern, which is super cool if you watch the uh, the video. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it is a what is it the the uh, uh, the the wild safari is kind of a, a black blade with uh, just bright orange um, um, strips of, of adhesive to it. I mean, it, it it really looks cool. It's it's actually a nickel blade. Um, it is. It's okay. just in the dark. Yeah, it's nickel, but with the lights off, it's. Uh, I mean, but man, it just it just pops. And then we we took a spin on a. Uh, on everybody's Wonder Bread series, you know everyone loves a Wonder Bread version of, of whatever. whatever it is, and right. uh, we we took a we took a spin on that and used the glow eyes with it and uh, came up with the I Wonder series. Oh no, kidding! Okay, 
Okay. Well, that, well, that's cool. So I'm just, I, I'm going to uh, ask you guys a question. It's, it's a, it's a derivative of a question I asked um, on almost all of my podcasts, but um, I'm going to change it up a little bit with you. If let's say you went to bed tonight and you had this, uh, uh, this strange dream and it just felt real in the morning, you know, how those, those dreams go, you wake up and go, man, that was crazy. Right. Um, and the dream, we were visited by the fish fairy and the fish fairy said to you, you only got one more trip, one more fishing trip and you got to go catch kokanee. What would you fish with and where would you fish and who would you fish with? <laughs> wow. That's the, uh, that, that's a final, that's a, like a, can I phone a friend? <laughs> I would say the eye and then here up to the flaming gorge. Amen. Uh, I would I would have to say the same thing. Right on, buddy. I might bring yeah. my wife to you. <laughs> now, now, now say that again. It, it's the I wonder where at the I wonder series with our wives up at Flaming Gorge. Hey, there you go. There you go. So the I wonder with that, yeah, yeah, I would. Just, just to let you know, Trink and I might outfish them on yeah. that trip because we do all the time. Ooh, ooh, this, uh, this, this sounds like a challenge, guys. <laughs> no, this like, it, it, it pretty much is. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. Wow. Yeah, that would. So the I wonder. I mean, that's your go-to right now, huh? Yeah, if you if you're on the website, I encourage you to go look at the combination. The the we actually came up with an I wonder cocoa leaf as well, and there are actually miniature eyes on it, and it is it is a matching set, and it is almost creepy looking if you watch the video. Um, but people are people are eating it up, and and uh, we're we're getting nothing but positive feedback on it. Really? Wow. And that uh, the the cocoa leaf that's a plastic blade is that what that or a body? Yes, it is a plastic blade. That way, really? it's not cut fine and solving a lot of problems. Is it is it buoyant at all? No, it's tied to the dodger, just like a hoochie or anything else, and then right. down on the boundary. Right, right. When it, when okay. it's, there's actually a, there's actually an action video tied to each one of them. Um, if you mm -hmm. click on the cocoa leaf on there, we try to do action videos for all of our lures so people can see, you know, that one, we actually do take them out and test them. Right. And two, that they do work as they're described, you know. Um, uh -huh. So we did an action video and we found, you know, trolled about eight inches behind the Dodger is uh, is like the best for, for this particular lure. And the, if you watch the action video, this thing. It's just all over the place, um, you know. When it's trolled with the Dodger, it just it's a it's a great uh, it's a great little lure, and uh, there's no doubt that people are going to score uh, large quantities of fish when they start running these. Some guys actually bump the, they'll hit the throttle to stop and start just to create an action. This cocoa uh -huh. leaf does it on its own. It darts left and right without changing your speed, which is kind of nice. Oh, it does. Oh, wow! No kidding. No kidding. Yeah, that it, it looks very fishy, and uh, 
on on the website. I, I guess I'm going to have to spend a little bit more money before Christmas. Um, <laughs> but that, uh, that that looks cool, guys. So we'll ship in. What's that? I'm joking. Okay, we'll ship it tonight. <laughs> okay. Um, so how do people? How do people get a hold of you to look at all of the the different the uh, um, uh, 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 lures and, and tackle that you have? And um, um, uh, you know, is it best to reach you through your website, uh, phone call? How uh, how do you want to be contacted, guys? Well, we we are open. We're an open book, so we have customers contact us in in several different ways, whether it's via our website, our, our website's the best place to go. If you're going to shop, shop online, it's silverscalestackle.com. That's silver, like the color scales is S K A L E Z tackle.com. Um, day or night, there's categories on the website where you can drop down. Um, everything's broken down into species. There's bass, uh, kokanee and everything's broken down. There's merchandise. We have some really cool branded merchandise, hats, tumblers. Um, we just we, we just partnered with uh, one of my coworkers who does a catering business, um, and we have he made a very special uh, salmon rub for kokanee and salmon that we're going to be mm -hmm. posting on there as well. So um, just different things on top of the tackle. Um, we also have our phone number. Um, it, we do take phone orders, and uh, we love talking to our customers. That number is two zero nine. 542-8255. Uh, they can email us, info at silverscalestackle.com. Um, and they can also check us out on Facebook, uh, facebook.com, uh, silverscalestackle, and uh, Instagram. Man, we've got TikTok, we've got Snapchat. You, you, you name it, we're on every social media platform. <laughs> Oh, that's that's awesome. Uh, that awesome. That's awesome. And you guys are really responsive. You know, this last week when we've been uh, uh, putting together this interview, it's very easy to get a hold of you, and and uh, it's always a whole lot of fun just to to, to talk with you about what's going on because you have a ton going on. Because this has only been going, you've only had the business up how many months now? Three and three and a half. Three and a half, almost four, and yeah, it's been it's been a wild ride. Customer service. Holy I mean, your, your website looks like you've been in business for four or five years with all the products that you're pushing out. And uh, so it's just really exciting <laughs> to see this thing take off, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And just so for anybody listening to, we did want to touch base on our customer service. We do pride ourselves on that. Um, we try our best and, and we make every effort to try to get everyone's order shipped the, the same day it's ordered. Um, mm -hmm. There's sometimes people will get a tracking number and their order's out the door within 10 minutes of it being placed. Um, so it's, you know, that's something that we pride ourselves on. And, um, you know, with, with, with the holidays now, postal service is kind of, uh, you know, delayed a little bit, but we do our best to get everyone's order out the door uh, the same day it's placed. Um, right. If it's in stock, it's going out. So you got a tracking number, it's on its way. Very good. Very good. Well, guys, thank you so much for uh, being such great guests today. This has been a lot of fun to talk with you about, uh, you know, what you're doing for the industry and just the, you know, just the immediate success of your business. 
you know, that, uh, that is just out, out, outstanding. And you guys have got a great future ahead of you. We're looking forward to seeing you grow this thing. Well, thank you very much for having us. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Ted. We, uh, we're honored to be a guest on your show. Well, Merry Christmas to you all, ladies. Merry Christmas. Uh, you guys be safe and well. And uh, I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll be talking fishing again sometime soon. Absolutely. Thanks again, Ted. Have a wonderful holiday. Sounds good. Take care. Thank you.